2022 was going to be the year of everything being turned on its head, patterns being reworked, businesses being reworked. You know, a lot of people kind of overused the word pivot the last few years, but if any year was a pivot year besides, of course, 2020, it was going to be 2022. 2021 was about a lot of release. 2021 was a lot of new foundations following the crumbling, the tower moment of 2020. So 2021 forced us to just, I mean, purge, release. Like, it was just a huge year of unbecoming and in the wake of that, becoming. Welcome to Soul Rediscovery, where we explore a deeper meaning to life and our human existence through a soul-guided way of living in love, joy, freedom, and abundance. By choosing to live life above the fray of the chaos of society and tuning in to our badass and authentic multi-dimensional selves, we embrace a less stressful and more heart-centered, impactful way of truly changing the world and leaving it a better place for generations to come. I'm your host, Katherine Whaler, and I'm so honored you have joined us. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome to this solo episode of Soul Rediscovery. Um, so I am recording this on Halloween of 2022. It kind of feels a little surreal to say that. One, because I've been meaning to make this episode for probably about six to eight months now. (laughs) And two, Halloween is my absolute favorite holiday. This is totally going to be dated by the time that you get this because you're not going to be getting it around Halloween. So you're going to be like, Catherine, what the hell? It's, you know, November, December or something by the time you get this. Um, But wherever you find yourself listening to this, however many years in the future, um, I recorded this on Halloween and I'm just right in the middle of this eclipse cycle too. We just had um, the south node eclipse in Scorpio on the new moon and now we're going to have a full moon um, eclipse in uh, Taurus, um, coming up soon. And I just kind of felt like it was this liminal space that would kind of be the perfect time to finally record this because I've been wanting to do it for so long, but it just felt like every single time I went to record this solo of just like a little update about life, about the podcast, about, business, about everything, that it just kind of kept feeling like there was just one more thing that needed to happen, and one more thing that needed to happen, and one more thing that needed to happen. Almost this feeling of like, it just wasn't quite complete. Like, I just wasn't quite complete with the cycle that um, kind of was prompting me to make this episode in the first place. And like any time I would release it, it would just be dated again and again and again. 
um, even if I were to release it, you know, two weeks later, there would already be new developments that negated whatever the message was here. So I just kept telling myself, be patient, wait, be patient, wait. And finally today, I just got this feeling of today is the day I'm meant to record this, even though it still feels a little uncomfortable, I'll be honest, because it still feels that way. I mean, I know for sure, actually, that I'm in a liminal space right now, but I like showing up when I'm in liminal spaces because I think that there's something that's deeply human about it. I think that there's something that's deeply honest about it. And I think that it's something that we don't get to see very often. We don't get to see those more tender and raw areas, not even in a bad way, but just in a vulnerable way, you know, where it's like you haven't quite accomplished something yet or you haven't quite started something yet. You're at the end of an ending. You're at the beginning of a beginning and you just kind of find yourself suspended in space and time. I think it's an experience that we're constantly going through in some areas of life, you know, because life is never quite complete until the very, very end of life. And then we just start all over again, right? But I think it's one that we don't get very often in society. So it's something I personally like to challenge myself and not in an actually challenging way. And I really enjoy showing up in these times because I feel like it's these times that I really can connect the most into what my clients feel and my friends feel. And I don't know, just find the commonality and the foundation of our human experience. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've wanted to make this so many times, but true to the astrology this year, I was not shocked by anything that happened this year. It's funny because I was both shocked and not shocked because I knew it would be the astrology this year. And one, I never even got out the astrology episode that I was in the middle of making on the astrology of 2022. So for that, I apologize. Um, and you guys are probably going, you do monthly astrology. We're fine. I know, but it's something that I really wanted to do. And then life just took over and I got COVID at the start of the year, which if you've had it, you know that it leaves you tired for like two months afterwards um, to a level that you're just not used to. Like it just shuts down your whole nervous system. Um, so, you know, it just kind of from the jump, my year was restructured, which like I said, was the astrology and is the astrology. And if you've been following my monthly astrology breakdowns, which I have been very diligent about and very proud of myself for doing because I love those and I love hearing all of your reactions and insights and contemplations that come with reading those. Um, so it's, it's really one of the easiest things I do in my business is write those every month. So I, I'm glad that you guys enjoy them as much as I do making them. Um, and that kind of took the place this year of doing the big yearly astrology thing that I did back in 2021, which I know you all also enjoyed. And you can get those for free, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're not 
aware of how to get those, um, you can go to my website, which is just my name.com, katherinewheeler.com, and you can sign up and get those for free. Um, if you want to get them, we send them at the top of the month. Shameless plug. Anyways, um, I think like that's just a good place to start this whole thing is with looking at the year, I start to kind of wrap up my year and start to actually reflect on my year right around the beginning of November, right? And we find ourselves now on the last day of October. So it's that time. <laughs> it's that time when for me, the year is pretty much wrapped. And now it's my reflection time. And then when the new year starts, we start fresh, right? That's just kind of the way it's always been for me. It's kind of the way I've always functioned. I feel like I'm always a few months ahead of where the collective is in terms of things, maybe because I know the astrology, maybe because I can see different timelines akashically, but it's just always kind of been that way for me, especially around this time of year. Maybe it's the way my own astrology lines up with it all and that it would make sense for this to be my contemplative time of year. But it is. It's my reflective, contemplative time of year. It's when I start to feel really cozy. It's when I start to feel really wise. It's when I start to really take stock of what the last year brought and what I want to sow and seed into the next year. So I find myself in that place now and I have for about a week now. And I guess I'll just start this off by saying that going into this year, I absolutely knew the kind of year it would be. 2022 was going to be the year of expect the unexpected. 2022, I can talk. I can talk. Um, I sound like my mom there. 2022 was going to be the year of everything being turned on its head, patterns being reworked, businesses being reworked. You know, a lot of people kind of overused the word pivot, the last few years, but if any year was a pivot year besides, of course, 2020, it was going to be 2022. 2021 was about a lot of release. 2021 was a lot of new foundations following the crumbling, the tower moment of 2020. So 2021 forced us to just, I mean, purge, release, like, it was just a huge year of unbecoming and in the wake of that becoming. 2022, and I knew this going into it, would be the year of the completely new identity for everybody. And in a way that I think for most people is very uncomfortable especially those who are further on in their lives. At 28, it's a little bit more comfy for me because this coincides with a time in life where you'd kind of start to feel those changes naturally. But for my clients that are, you know, in their 40s and their 30s and their 50s, 60s, 70s, already kind of in the swing of their identity in this life, it was really jarring. It was really jarring for a lot of people to find themselves in this place where they're like, this is how I've been for the last 50 or 30 or whatever years. And now I find myself wanting the complete opposite. You know, <laughs> how do I move forward with that? How do I 
structure my business around that? How do I structure my relationship with my children, my relationship with my partner, my friends, you know, all these things around that. And for some people, it kind of came like an enhancement of what they had already built and just a clearing of all the things that were holding them back for that. But for a lot of folks, it just presented like, this is brand, brand, brand new. And I knew that. I knew that going into 2022. I even was marketing my my mastermind at the end of last year, at the end of 2021, and a bunch of people signed up for it. And I remember thinking, not all of these people are going to stay in for the year, and that's okay. And even though I have a no refund policy, this is an exception to that policy. If there are people that truly feel like this is not a fit for them anymore because they are no longer going to have a business or they no longer want to use astrology or human design and they just had a fundamental shift in their life where this no longer serves them, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to be okay letting them go. And sure enough, there were some people like that and they left on very amicable terms because I was like, I'm not I'm not going to attach to it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your next chapter and I want you to do what's best for you. So being fully aware of this going into 2022, looking at my own chart, looking at how this was affecting me because it was affecting me on such a critical level, on such a tender level, on such a fundamental level. I was really excited. I wasn't scared going into 2022. I was just excited to see what this was going to bring. But I knew that naturally it would be a year of a lot of space and then a lot of drastic change. And the way that I kind of thought of this year going into it, knowing this and preparing for it, is how I would run the mile back in the day. Like you guys know when you were in PE and you had to do like two lap Tuesday or you had to do the mile because God knows why they forced us to run. (laughs) That's like not the best exercise for everyone. (laughs) Walking, yeah, but running, not everyone is designed to run cross country. Like I am a sprinter through and through. I actually sprinted in track when I was in high school. I did sprinting and jumping for a year. Um, full disclosure and just in preparation to get into shape for cheer, but you know, it was an experience nonetheless to be an athlete. Um, but you know, it's like, not everybody is built to be a cross country runner, right? So I don't know why they forced us to do that. It was just, you know, one of those childhood passages, right? (laughs) Um, rites of passage to have to do the mile in school. Um, Remember the presidential fitness test? Oh God, like so traumatizing, right? Anyways, I digress. So my best friend, the one who I still live with to this day, um, at least at the time of this recording, because we're going to move soon, but I'll get into it. Um, But my best friend, Leanne, who, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know she's my everything. She's my world. We've been best friends since we were five. We had PE together, and this is what we would do. We hacked the mile. 
because we absolutely refused. Especially, you know, you're looking cute. You've got your hair done. So Venusian of us because she's a Taurus. I'm a Libra moon. But so Venusian of us, right? We're like, we don't want to get all sweaty and messy. Like, no, thank you. That is not what I'm here for. Um, Even though I love physical activity, like dancing and stuff, it's like there's a time and a place. And the middle of the day in 100 degree heat in the desert, when you're in middle school and you're just trying to look cute constantly is not the place and time, right? So she and I had a hack. And the way that we would do the mile is we would power walk most of it. We even had a little mantra where we'd go power walk, power walk, power walk. (laughs) We would power walk most of it. And then we would sprint certain parts. And then sometimes if we had a little extra time, because we had to get it in under 10 minutes, but you weren't penalized if you know, you got it in right at 9.59, that was the exact same as doing it in seven minutes. Um, we would just stroll, right? So going into 2022, I was like, this is the year of the way that Leanne and I would hack to Lap Tuesday. This is the year of most of the time you're power walking or you're strolling, And then there's moments where you're full on sprinting. (laughs) And that's exactly how 2022 (laughs) went for me and for my clients. It was massive up levels, massive epiphanies, massive quantum leaps, massive days of, oh my God, I just had my first 3K day. Oh my God, I just had my first half a million dollar month. Oh my God, like, I'm, you know, getting married. Oh my God, I'm having a baby. Like, you know, all those things. And then the rest of the time was just kind of like filler days, right? It's like that Jeopardy, like do, 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 do. Or like you've already written down your answer and you're just kind of waiting and you're just kind of waiting, right? And so, you know, I loved that on TikTok, this whole trend started, which is how I've always talked about my life. I always talk about my life like it's a movie because of my acting background and just so much more fun when you romanticize your life. Um, But, you know, everyone would be like, I love my little filler days where I just go to Target and I get my little pumpkin spice latte and I just bop around and someone else is the main character. And, you know, and that's the thing is 2022 was this grab bag, that's how so many astrologers were defining it, this grab bag of just these life-changing, like low-key, right? Like NBD, no big deal, life-changing moments of your life will never be the same from this moment forward. Like there's a handful of days in 2022 that will forever change the course of your life and a handful of weeks like that. But the majority of the year is just kind of like do 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 do. Well, you're just kind of feeling in your bones like there's something coming. There's some. I think of, you know, um, Halloween Town where she's like, someone's coming. You know, it's like you just can feel it. You just can feel it in your bones that something's coming. So you're like, how the hell do I navigate a year like this when I'm someone who has a business, who has responsibilities, I'm holding space for people. Um, I was in a space where I was like, I I want to move. Like, I can't live in the same place that I've been living in the past four years, which is my hometown, because 
I never expected to live here this long anyways. And as much of a blessing as it has been to be near my family and especially my grandmother, um, you know, who's going to be 92, it, it just was like, I got to move on with my life. And COVID is now, you know, not what it once was. I know it's still ongoing at the time of this recording, but, you know, we're not in quarantine, right, the way that we were before. So, and people, you know, talk about that too, like it ended at the top of the year. No, it absolutely did not. Like we were still talking about quarantine type stuff back in March. You know, I went to a friend's 30th birthday party, her trentayera, and people couldn't go because they, you know, were scared about COVID. So this was still very much a conversation, like well into the spring, until we started to feel like, okay, I think it might be safe to move. I think it might be safe to not just stay here. Like, I don't think we're going to go into quarantine again, right? And me looking at the astrology, I was like, well, there might be like one last little bit of it towards the end of the year, but then we should be, we should be good, right? And we'll definitely be good by 2023, like mid-2023. So, you know, with all of that in mind, I just approached this year like, okay, I know all these things moving forward. I know that this is a year that is going to completely alter the course of my life forever. Again, NBD. So if I'm just patient with this year, I think that's my best bet. You know, I'm going to plan where I feel like I can plan I'm going to do things where I feel like I have the capacity to do things. And on the weeks when I just want to rest and I just want to watch Netflix and cuddle with my dog and maybe even cry for absolutely no reason whatsoever, I'm going to give myself the space to do that too. So with that being said, I went into to 2022 with that mindset. Immediately got COVID. I mean, immediately. Immediately. So now I find myself onboarding all these people onto my mastermind (laughs) and I have COVID. (laughs) God bless my director of operations, Olivia. She was my everything, um, helping me keep that together. But I like literally had to reschedule one of our very first calls. Like everyone is getting like, you know, their their feet wet with this brand new program and I'm just completely out of commission, right? Um, But of course, blessing in disguise because um, it was pretty much a whirlwind from there. The mastermind was everything I thought it would be and more and continues to be. And I'm so happy with that space and I'm so happy with the evolution of it. It makes me really, really happy to be able to hold the space for a true real mastermind where it's not just me leading, but it's everybody leading. It's really special and amazing. And I think so unique to be in that space and to be amongst the leaders that are in that space and to have the humbling experience of being the guide and the facilitator and the space holder for everyone in that space. How many times can I say space? (laughs) Say space one more time, space. So anyways, That was just like the very top, literally the top of the year. It's how I ring in my new year, Um, November, what am I saying? January 1st, I found out I had COVID. The 31st on New Year's, I just stayed in because I wasn't feeling well. The first I knew I had COVID. So it's how I started my year, which, you know, was very appropriate. Um, 
And then, you know, the next few months were um, in prep for uh, going back to Austin and seeing my best friend for her 30th birthday and doing all of that. Um, So I did a lot of things in preparation for that. I was focused on taking care of the mastermind. Um, I, I was just focused on kind of my, my well-being, my health, my body during that time. Um, we're going to be releasing an episode at the exact same time we released this one with my body healer, Catherine, which I just cannot urge everyone enough to listen to. She's changed my life and um, it's just absolutely an incredible person, but also just an incredible facilitator of healing and helping you learn how to heal your own body. So um, really highly recommend that you listen to that episode because it is just 1000% what the energy is right now. And I go into that in the episode too with the astrology of this time. Um, But I just did a lot of that. You know, I focused on my body. I focused on, um, I worked with another incredible coach, Tiffany, who I hope to have on the podcast, who is a sensuality coach. I, w- I worked with her and had hu- huge breakthroughs and huge epiphanies around um, just pleasure in life in general, and which I was not shocked by because she's a projector. And I was like, of course, a projector coach would bring this to me. Like, this is just so beautiful, you know, because that's what projectors are so good at. And all the projectors in my life remind me of, you know? So that was kind of the first few months. And then March was a huge shift without going into the details, just for confidentiality. Um, I saw my twin flame for the first time in four years. And we had a really good discussion about everything that we had absolutely never had before. Um, Where basically we just acknowledged all that had been going on between us for the last few years and how much we mean to each other, but that also we're at this phase in our life and not just phase in our life, but just in this life, we're in a place where it just doesn't even make sense to be in contact, you know, but it doesn't mean that we don't care about each other. It's just, that's just not like a good move for either of us. So that was, again, life-changing. Um, because that really helped me feel complete and not just in an emotional, like what I'm going to talk about in therapy kind of way, but I literally woke up a day in May. So that happened in March. And then I woke up this random day in May, not so random because it was the astrology, but I woke up this random day in May, just feeling completely different, completely different about my relationship to this person and so grateful for everything that they brought me through this last phase of life and that the activation of this energetic exchange brought me through the last phase in life, but just complete. Like literally, I just woke up being like, okay, that's complete. What's next? You know, which I think was just great. I think it was really wonderful. And like I said, I'll always have love for this person. I'll always be grateful for this person. I think, I still think they're the most amazing person, but it also doesn't really make sense to be in each other's lives. And I don't think either one of us really has that desire for it on a human level right now. So 
you know, it's, it really is such a testament to the unconditional love of it all because it really is a spiritual love. Like people always try to make it seem like it's romantic and I have to really correct them and say, no, it's, it's genuinely a spiritual love. It's genuinely a feeling of, I will see you in every single life that we're together in, whether we are brother and sister or, you know, you're my uncle, like whatever. And we will always love each other on this level that like just transcends the human idea of what love is, you know? And so again, I'm really grateful that that person taught me that and that that's trickled into every single one of my relationships. So 2022 was a year of really feeling through all the changes that brought, um, specifically feeling through the changes and the actual real world, tangible, physical things that happened in my life that shocked me <laughs> in wild and surprising ways, which I won't go into, but just events in my life that happened in terms of like my dating life and meeting men and stuff like that, that just, again, really took a wild turn. Things I would have never expected in a million years happened. And all of that just put so much to the forefront for me to explore when it comes to my own patterns in dating, my own patterns in relationships in general, my own patterns with love in general. Um, this is really just me shouting out all the people that helped me. Um, my coach, obviously, Samantha Calvani, love her, in spirit's hands, love love me some Sam. She was there for, for me through all of this. Um, I worked with my friend Sand in moon ceremonies, which brought so many epiphanies around all of this throughout the year. Um, we have her, I did a great episode with her. We're going to release to you very soon on ancestral healing and breath work, um, from a shamanic practitioner. Um, gosh, I worked with, um, my friend and my client, Jody Howard, um, on, you know, the love stuff and feeling love from the universe and had so many epiphanies around what love really is and the neutrality of love and how every everything is love, right? But it's not that like warm, fuzzy feeling. It just is. Like it just, like it just is, you know? Um, and it just, I don't know, it just all provided uh, simultaneously confirmation because keep in mind that where this is happening for everyone, these huge life shifts and huge epiphanies with Uranus and Taurus, um, conjuncting the North node for me was also happening on my South node. So for me, I had the unique experience of these being things I'd always known. I'd always felt I'd always known to be true, but just like this confirmation, but then also life becoming wild and surprising and bringing me things that I never even expected. And then in the spring, my director of operations um, had a huge, 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 huge thing happen in her family, which set the course and is still setting the course for the rest of her year, which of course impacted how much she could work for me, which then impacted what I could do in my business and the capacity that I had as well as I'm still healing my body and healing all these things, right? So all of this to say, like, 
the year just took a wild, wild, wild turn by the time even just the spring came around. I found myself waking up every single day wanting something different, wanting something new. And in that energy, not really being able to move forward. And then also at the same time, just having this deep surrender and this deep trust that it didn't really fucking matter. <laughs> like, like whatever I put out, whatever I did was going to be the right thing. And that it didn't really fucking matter if I put out the podcast every single week or every single month or every new episode every six months. Like, like none of it fucking matters. And I don't mean that to say that the podcast doesn't matter or that the content doesn't matter because that part does matter. But just more so like the cadence, the frequency, the um, quantity, right? I'm such a quality over quantity kind of person, which is why, ironically, I actually love my podcast so much and wish I gave it more attention and in the future want to give it more attention because I'm such a quality over quantity person. And this is a format where I can actually really fully explore that in a way that I can't do via email or, um, or or even if I were to keep a blog, like you guys have said before, you should do a blog. No, 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 no. Like I'm not a blog person. I'm not a writer. I'm a speaker. I'm a talker. <laughs> like I can write short form content. I do not enjoy writing long form content. My fingers get tired. I kind of get into this space where I'm like, I could just be talking this out and I just would prefer to talk this out. So here I am doing exactly that, right? So I love the podcast. I love going on other people's podcasts. I love being interviewed. I love video as well. But the difference with video is that we've gotten to a place in our society where the quality of the video and the quality of what you look like on video and stuff really matters because there's so much content out there. So maybe if I'd started YouTube back in like 2007 or something, I would be in a different space than I am now with doing that kind of content. But now it's just like, okay, is this effort really going to be worth it? <laughs> right? Like really looking at the ROI on all of that. And not just in terms of like monetary ROI or attracting people or whatever, but even just the satisfaction of it, which is why I just, I, I love podcasting because I can do it in my PJs. I can just talk to you guys straight from the heart. You can do your dishes while you're listening to this or listen to it on a plane or whatever. And it just feels like a place where I can really, I can really connect, which is what I care the most about. And I think that's what I'm getting at is that all of that happened in the spring. Then the summer was about me just really reevaluating what I truly value and how I want to show up in the world. And also, if I'm being honest, all the different ways that I can show up in the world. Because as a manifesting generator and as an Aries and mostly cardinal sign person, I'm constantly having new ideas. It's what makes me such a good business coach because I'm really great at generating ideas. I'm really great at tapping into, okay, this is what comes next and this is what comes next and that's the new beginning and that's the quantum leap and that's the quantum jump. Where I personally need more support is in the follow through. 
right? So sometimes my clients actually have more success because they're much better at follow through than I am, right? Which I know. And it's not really something that I'm interested in fully developing in myself because I don't enjoy it. Like I just don't. I would so much rather, which is why I have a team, I would so much rather hand something off to my team and say, thank you for doing the follow through, right? That I have generated this idea, or I've come up with this brilliant thing, and then you follow through, which is why my team is made up of a bunch of fixed sign energy because <laughs> they are the follow through queens and kings, right? So, you know, with that being said, the summer was really just a time of me getting in touch with well, what do I want to do moving forward, right? Because it was right about the spring that, like I said, we were having these huge shifts. People were having huge epiphanies. Some people left the mastermind because it was just literally their their time to go. They had been in for the six months that they signed up for and they were like, I love this space so much, but I think I'm craving something different. And I was like, yeah, totally, absolutely. Like your six months are up, you know, thanks for hanging out with us. Some people left a little bit early. They'd signed up for the year. They left at the six months. That was very rare. But like I said, I honored those people because I knew that was coming. And I was in no way, shape, or form going to hold them to that. It was the one the, the one exception to my, my no refund rule that I've ever made. And the reason I have the no refund rule is because you get to download absolutely everything the second you're in any of my programs. So... You know, I just, I don't think I would ever attract someone who would take advantage of that, but it's just my boundary, right? Because I know how much I give in my programs right off the bat, Um, but also just as it continues. So by the summer, I just found myself, you know, wanting to rest, wanting to kind of explore different things. I did soul tone frequencies and I'm still doing those. I still love them. Because I love singing and I've loved singing my whole life and am a professionally trained singer and have found that the soul tone frequencies are some of my most impactful work to date. And it's so fun for me and so fun for my clients. So I did a lot of those in the summer. I traveled in the summer. Um, I decided to move for sure, for sure in the summer. This year was also me deciding where I wanted to move next. I was trying to decide between Austin, San Diego, other places, just traveling and being a nomad. And again, it just felt like I couldn't make decisions from a place of, okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know, because every single time I would make a decision like that, something new would come forward, something else would come up. So it really just was a year of wait and see, wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. And pushed me to a new level of learning surrender, learning patience, learning trust in ways that have really paid off, to be honest. Um, And my guides, even at the beginning of the year, said, this is the year to fall even more in love with the poetry of life. And that's just been my mantra all year as I've navigated this and helped my clients navigate this, is to fall even more in love with the poetry of life. And it really was the most poetic year of my life to date. There were things that came around after 20 some odd years of, 
you know, that seed being planted, right? Or that thing being kicked off, that cycle being kicked off. There were cycles that were ending after 15 years, 10 years, five years, three years. So it was just a really big time. My pattern app hilariously was just going wild. It was like, you have this life-changing pattern and this life-changing pattern. And I felt very personally, quote unquote, attacked by the astrology this year because it was happening over all of my natal things, right? My south node and my north node, my sun, my moon. (laughs) Like it's been happening over really key areas of my chart. My midheaven, lots of action around my midheaven, which is your life purpose. And like your highest, this is how I anchor heaven down on earth energy, right? So, you know, it just was like a year that brought so much to culmination. And then by the fall, I found myself in a place of like, okay, I really want to move. I'm very antsy to move. I've decided on San Diego for so many different reasons. It's my Jupiter line in astrology. So that feels like a whole new chapter, like a whole new chapter of life for me, you know, and I'm leaving behind this one. And that's just so crazy. It was also a year of me realizing that I've built a huge business. Like I literally was just DTF with my business when we started. I had a completely different career. And it was me like mourning pieces of myself from the past that I just no longer wanted to be, but I still felt kind of sad around. And even now you can kind of hear my voice choking up a little bit because I wanted to be an actor my whole life, you know, and that was my dream. And there just was this fundamental shift for me into feeling like I just don't want to pursue that dream, not because I don't believe in myself, not because... I don't think I can. I now know I'm a very talented person. And I think if I truly was in it a thousand percent, I would be the kind of person that would have a lot of success in this career. But it's just like it didn't align with my values anymore. It didn't align with what I saw for my life anymore. Like there were just so many pieces that didn't fit anymore besides the, I love to do this. I love to play pretend. I love to pretend that I'm someone that I'm not, but everything else didn't feel like a good fit. And what felt like an absolutely perfect fit was my business. And I just found myself missing my business anytime I was acting And it really was just this strange shift for me into kind of flirting with and kind of, you know, really being in like a situationship with my business to the point where this year I realized, holy shit, like I'm engaged to my business. Like we are very serious at this point. This is my whole life. This is my career. This is my job. This is my whole life. These are my friends. You know, all of my friends shifted to being people that were online versus being people that were in person. And it was just this fundamental moment of being like, wow, everything is so different, so different. And do I want to continue in this way or do I want to continue in a different way now that we're no longer restricted and quarantined because I love being in in person with people? The fact of the matter is, is I wouldn't be on social media if I didn't have a business. 
I wouldn't be sending emails if I didn't have a business. I wouldn't I wouldn't be connecting with anyone online if I didn't have a business. Because it's not that I don't enjoy those things. It's just that's not where my energy naturally goes. And you might be listening to this going, well, but you teach, Catherine. If your energy doesn't go there, then don't do that. But the weird thing with that is that it actually feels super aligned to be online. It's one of those places that's a little bit stretchy for me. And I think because it's my 12th house, it's Gemini. Um, And my 11th house, which is Aquarius, um, energy and Taurus, right? So I think it's just like one of those stretchy places for me where it's like, I might not have chosen this for myself, but I actually really enjoy it when I'm doing it. As long as I approach social media from this is an extension of my real life, not this is my life, I'm good. Like I'm Gucci. I'm golden. I actually really enjoy it. I get very creative with it. It's really fun for me. I love connecting with people, but I find myself in 2022 just craving more in-person things as I think every single person across the board is. I don't think that's just a me experience. In fact, I know that's not just a me experience, which is why I'm planning a retreat that's just for the Golden Rose to start, to get my feet wet with (laughs) what a retreat even feels and looks like. Um, But then maybe doing more in the future, I don't know, because I just am such a people person, but I'm such an in-person people person. You know, I had so many epiphanies of even when it comes to beauty and getting dressed up and feeling beautiful, I don't like to do it to take pictures. I don't like to do it to take videos and post them online. I like to do it because I like to feel glorious in person. You know, I like to feel like I look my best in person. And there's just so much in person that I'm craving that I really do think my move to San Diego is going to bring out of me. In fact, I know it is because every time I visit, that just comes out of me more and more and more. So with that being said, you know, I decided to move to San Diego. Leanne and I decided to move to San Diego together and then something changed and, um, you know, our friendship is more solid and wonderful than ever. But basically Leanne decided to move somewhere else that is better for her, which I totally support. And I'm still really want to move to San Diego. And at the time of this recording, I know I'm going to go back and listen to this and laugh at myself because I'll finally have an answer by the time that I listen back to this and release this. But I'm supposed to be hearing back about this apartment that I really want and just feel so kismet on the Taurus eclipse, which is the eighth, which ha ha ha, so silly, so funny, right? But also the apartment is available for move-in on 11-11 because of course, and it was my birthday time when I pulled into the parking lot to look at the apartment, which was 327. So it was like divine sign after divine sign after divine sign. So fingers crossed that if this is the way it's supposed to go, it really does work out. And if not, that's okay too, right? It's just the next step on the path. But anyways, I find myself in a place now where I'm planning to move to a new city, which is going to jumpstart a whole new chapter. I think it's going to bring out a whole new side to my identity yet again and further help with the embodiment of what this whole year has been for me and the identity that I've found in this year. And I'm just so stoked for it because I think business-wise, I think podcast-wise, but also personally, I just think it's going to be a refresh 
and in ways that are really sparkly and really exciting and really cool and and like I said just feel more embodied into who I am now the values that I have now what I really care about um and you know like I said to fall more in love with poetry of life I was supposed to go to Europe with a friend and then it just got to the place where I was like, oh, but I'm moving. I don't know if I can also go to Europe. So I passed on that in preparation for the move. But then, you know, Leanne and I didn't actually end up moving right away like we thought we would. But then both my dad and my grandmother were in the ER at the exact same time during that time. And everybody's okay now, thank God. Um but it was just like, oh, thank God I'm here. Thank God like I can spend time with them because like, listen, I'm a cancer rising with the moon in the fourth house. Family is the most important thing in the world to me. And I'm even going through my Libra progressed moon right now, which is my natal moon. So I'm going through my progressed moon in the fourth house. So it is a time of home. It is a time of family. You know, it is a time of introspection, right? So Again, like everything has worked out exactly the way it was supposed to, which is the way it always goes. And I know that now. And like I said, this year just helped more with the embodiment of I'm truly in life in a surrendered place where I believe that to the core of my being. It's an unshakable truth for me. And with all the stuff that happened with my body, my relationships, and just business and everything. You know, we brought on two new team members onto our team to help Olivia because she's going through her own changes in life and her own family stuff. And, you know, those two team members have already been amazing. And <clears throat> it's just a time of a lot of change. It's a time of a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't get to see or don't get to hear about a lot, which is why I wanted to make this. The funny part about it is that business is better than ever. Business just continued to flow seamlessly and to expand even when I wasn't doing a single thing. So truly a testament to if you build it, they will come. <laughs> like I was in my building phase back in 2021 and 2022 was my year of I'm just going to trust that people and opportunities are going to keep coming and that they did <laughs> just kept coming and rolling and continue to out of the blue and from the most unexpected places. So you know, I'm really in a place where I'm like, whatever happens, happens. I spent so much of this year getting comfortable with the fact I'm in my late 20s because when I entered quarantine, I was 25. And now coming out of it, I'm 28. And those are two vastly different times in life, not just for me, but for my friendships. I mean, my friends all of a sudden were married with babies and moved to different cities and you know, it just, it just really changed so much. So this is kind of like a little audio diary that's public. Um, rem reminds me of that song that's like, these words on my diary are screaming out loud. And I know that you'll use them however you want to. I think it's my, my little poet, my little songwriter heart, knowing that my life is the poetry 
knowing that my story is the, the story is the poetry that you'll read and that you'll take to mean however it best serves and benefits you even though it's it's mine you'll make it your own right you'll apply it and go oh, yeah that happened to me or oh i see that own pattern in my life and as a 4 6 in human design like that's what i'm here to do <laughs> and as i end this first 30 years of my life phase and i start to really rooftop in areas of life i'm not experimenting so much and i'm deeply reflective and just feeling more wise than ever every single day in a way that is truly wise right in a way that is like i've seen some shit i've lived some things i know some things um it's just really interesting like it's just really fascinating i think my life is really fascinating right now even though like I said, most days, not much is happening. I'm just bopping around Target, getting hero patches for my pimples <laughs> and a pumpkin spice latte. Like, so much else is happening behind the scenes. So many chapters are already being written that I haven't even fully lived yet. And that was another shift with this year, too, is it was the first year that I didn't see timelines the way that they played out. And that's never happened in my life. Never happened in my life. When I even look into my clients' timelines now, future timelines, I mean, there are like hundreds of options. And it didn't used to be that way. It used to be like maybe one or two or three, and then that's exactly what they would do, whether I told them or not. But now it's like, oh my God, this could go so many different directions. And I'll always say, you can't fuck up your life. Like you can't fuck up your life. So it's really fascinating for me because I've always kind of known a little bit what's coming next. I've always kind of been like, okay, I know the, I know the next few steps. And now I'm like, I don't at all know the next few steps. <laughs> I, I couldn't even guess what the next few steps are because it's like a wild card. Like, there's just no guessing. And like I said, I could plan, but then I also have to just be comfortable with my plans could get totally thrown out the window because that's just the nature of this year. 2023 will have its very own energy. We're going to see a lot of different changes with 2023. It's funny how each of the years has such a distinct personality in a way that astrology has never functioned before, at least in my life. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've said, this is an unprecedented event, but it really is. It's like that North Node conjunct Uranus moment that we had in the summer, we have not had that since 300 BC. That's saying a lot. That's a lot of change both collectively and individually, from patterns we've been in since 300 BC. That's a big fucking deal. So wherever this finds you, I just wanted to make this solo, this, this little diary that you can use however you want to, both to kind of catch you up on life and let you know why we haven't been releasing podcast episode after podcast episode, even though I have maybe 30 episodes recorded. <laughs> 
I'm ready to go. And my brilliant editor, Carmelo, is so good at getting those together. Um, I just, you know, it just hasn't felt right. It just, the timing hasn't felt right. The space didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. And I didn't want to force myself to do something that didn't feel right, even though I love it. Even though podcasting is probably maybe one of my favorite things I've ever done. Talking to you guys and connecting with you guys is probably one of my favorite things I've ever, ever, ever done. But it just didn't feel right. And I had to honor that. And, you know, I got a lot of messages asking like when the next episodes were going to come out and how much you love it. And I obviously didn't want to disappoint anyone, but I just had to honor that boundary for myself, which I hope, and I'm sure you do, because I know my community. I know you understand that. Um, But with that being said, I do have a renewed sense of energy. I will have more space than ever before when I move into the next place, whenever that is. And I think it's going to be a little bit of a renaissance for the podcast. Um, I still don't really want to have like exact days that I drop episodes. I love the feeling of Beyonce dropping episodes for y'all and just surprising and delighting you one day with like, hey, we got a new episode. All of my favorite creators do that. And it's just like kind of one of my favorite things about their channels is it just feels like Christmas when they drop something new. Um, And it always just comes at the exact right time when I need to hear whatever that is. So I kind of love that cadence for now. I'm just trusting that we're going to get you all these episodes with the most amazing guests. I mean, these episodes are legitimately life-changing, so, so good. And I'm just trusting that we're going to get them to you at the right time. And for all of the guests, I appreciate your patience as well with this. Um, I know it's not ideal to do an episode and then have it released two years later because <laughs> you're like, I've already shifted and changed so much from what I was saying two years ago. Um, but I really do appreciate your patience and your understanding with all of it as well. And I still think these are timeless episodes. I think everything everyone said is exactly right for where we find ourselves. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the state of the podcast, the state of me, the state of my year, and this liminal space that I find myself in. I'm just navigating what it is to be such an old soul, but also just a 28-year-old, <laughs> which I think is one of the most beautiful things about being a human. This year gave me such a profound love of being a human, which again, I knew was the astrology, but it's beautiful to be in the middle of it. It makes me appreciate the earthly experiences, the human experiences, the passage of time, the connections that we make, the relationships that we form, maybe for a lifetime, maybe for a season, it really is poetic. My guides were so right about 2022. It's, it just was such, such a poetic year. So that's my little love letter to you all, wherever and however it finds you. 
I'm sending everyone a big hug. I'm hoping that you enjoy the rest of your year. You enjoy the rest of your days, your weeks, your months, wherever this finds you, whenever you listen to this. Future Catherine, when you're listening to this, I hope you just have grace and respect (laughs) and space for this version of you, even if you find it cringy, which I always do. I always find past versions of myself so cringy, but that's how I know I'm doing it right because I'm just fully diving into whoever I am and whatever version I am right now. But yeah, I'm tearing up. So (laughs) in true cancer rising fashion, I'm just going to let my big heart have a good cry. And, uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you for this community. I do everything for my community because I just, I love you all so much. You know, I, I really, it's what I value most. What I value most is the connections that we make and how we impact each other's lives and how you impact mine. So thank you. And, uh, until next time enjoy your rediscovery. It's a really good time for it.